What up? Welcome to a podcast with Mo. I am Mo. This is episode 121. On this episode, we are joined by Snappy, where we talk about our Patreon, the merch shop, just how podcasting has been going, my new Twitch beat making, fantasy football, sweatsuits, clothes, music stats, towel usage, laundry, tipping, healthcare, music talk, rap music, and country music, and then Eminem. Uh, thanks for checking us out. A podcast with Mo. What up? We're joined by Snappy. Hello, hello. Uh, how goes it, man? It's like I've been here a lot lately. I know. Uh, I've been putting lots of overtime, lots of work on these extra episodes. Hell yeah. Um, I feel like I've just do a fucking podcast every day lately. You and that's because do. I, yeah, this is the third out of the last four days I have done a podcast. So I do a lot of them. It's a little overwhelming. Honestly, at times I'm like, man, I do too much. I do enough that no one listens to all of it. I mean, I'm sure there's a few people out there that do, but like, I would love to know how many people have heard all the podcasts, all my songs, and every beat I put up, right? Like, I have not. It's probably like me. I'm like probably the only person, right? And I'm not hating saying someone should. I try to keep up, but sometimes it's, I don't know. Right. I just don't do it. <laughs> right. It gets tough. Um, but it's just something to think. Like, I'm always like, I just do too. Maybe I don't even need to do all this because maybe it's just too much for one person. But, um, something I need to tell, I'm going to start preaching to new podcasters is you just got to be careful because once the machine starts, the machine is going. Like, that's just how it works. Uh, like, as soon as I decided we're doing two episodes a week, guess what's happened ever since then? Two episodes a week, I fucking missed. And ever since I was like, hey, we're doing a music podcast every two weeks, guess what happens? Music podcast every two weeks. So, uh, just the way the fucking shit goes. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I'm glad people are listening. And, you know, at least we have consistency here with you on the Monday. Uh, I guess I need to get to our patrons real quick. Patreon.com slash podcast with Mo. Um, you can go there and be like our co-producers. Uh, Jay, my mom, powwow, Hurricane Haynes, and Marshall Darmanish to bear. And then we have like a special co-producer of Snappy. Thank it's you. like a separate. It's not a Patreon patron, but it's a patron. So I'm going to come with a cool name for it. Uh, but at the moment, he's just circumnavigating that system. If that makes sense. Y'all can too. Y'all just want to PayPal me or whatever. You know, um, that's awesome as shit as well. Um, also, if you want to buy shit like that you could own, we have a merch store at shop.spreadshirt.com slash a podcast mo. Go there, get some cool fucking merch, and that, that'd be fucking awesome. Hell yeah. So I think I got myself out of the way. Um, I don't know. I was talking about something a second ago. I was bitching about fucking all these podcasts or something, but... Um, I don't remember where I was going with that. You're talking about how if you if you was a young podcaster or a young beat maker, you just and watching you make beats, you just like, hey, I'm gonna steal that melody. Oh yeah. Earlier, um I was before we started, I was showing Snappy how I've been twitching my beat making. So if you more content I'm making every day, just out of the kindness of my heart, I'm gonna get a webcam for it because I don't own one of those. Cause I'm like, I don't know why I need to ever be on a webcam. But now I guess people want to see your face while you make beats, which I think is fucking stupid to be real honest with everybody. Uh, but anyway, on Twitch, on my lunch break, I come home, I get my sandwich out of the fridge, and then I sit down here and I make a beat within 40 minutes. Like you pre made your sandwich for your lunch? Yeah, Koopy makes me a sandwich every morning. 
Oh, I figured you'd come home and throw it together. No, she makes it for me. That, it's that, awesome. That's cool. It's great. Uh, there was a time she didn't, and then I just wouldn't eat. One time I made my daughter Trinity a sandwich, and then I vacuum sealed it to be a dick. She said when it opened it, it was all like spongy and shit. Oh, shit. Yeah, I never. <laughs> I was being a dick. Right, because it pulled all the juices yeah. into the bread right. and shit. Yeah. yeah. Never thought about it. Um, but yeah, Cupio made me a sandwich because when she doesn't, I just won't eat lunch. And so that's the way we've come to figure that one out. And then when I had like got lightheaded one day driving down the road, I was like, yeah, you probably have like low blood sugar or some shit. So you need to eat. So anyway, that's how it works. So anyway, I eat my sandwich. I sit down in front of this computer and then I, I like fuck around, make a melody the way I normally make a melody. So if anyone's ever been like, I wonder how he figures that shit out. You can just watch me in real time. Like nothing's cut out. It's like me doing the fuck ups as well like you see all that and then i got some of them for instance i'll be making a melody in a weird ass noise for 10 minutes and then i just change it to another instrument and it sounds way better and i feel like if you were watching that you'd be like how the fuck did that happen hell yeah um but again i don't talk during it i have my mic there and i could but i'm like what am i gonna say just fucking watch but if i have a webcam and people can watch me while i'm on my lunch break uh, maybe I'll talk to them, but anyway, it saves them. So if you go to Twitch, look up eight of the Mo, you can watch any of these videos. Um, they're kind of, they'll put your ass to sleep. I'll be honest. I go to work and I've been rewatching them when I get back and I'll fucking start dozing off my chair because it'll be all melodic, you know, and just me playing piano and shit. So anyway, that's a new thing I'm doing in the world and people can, yeah, steal my melodies if you watched. All right. So I'm cool with that. I don't really care. I've gotten far enough where, um, for a long time, I've been against loops because, like, producers have loop packs, which are, like, pre-made melodies, and you'll hear them in popular songs. And you're like, I've heard that shit a million times. And a lot of producers are, like, too good for it, right? Right. And they're like, I would never. And I kind of rather fence. Sometimes I'll do it because it's fun, and it makes it a lot easier. And then other times I'm like, yeah, I need to make everything here, you know? And I, I have those moments as well. Um, but I need to get produ- thinking of that. I need to get producers to send me loops. For my Twitch streaming at lunch, because that'd be fucking cool. So any producer out there, time on lunch. yeah, send me some loops. Um, but anyway, I don't know what the fuck else to talk about. But Twitch and beats. So I'll talk about my in my last week. I was in uh, the semifinals in uh, fantasy but, football. In fantasy football. What, 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 what's your fantasy? <laughs> to, I was in four leagues. I didn't do worth a damn in this one. Right. But I was one game away from championship game. I had a good lead on both of them. One of them got up within five points. I beat him 176, 167, and that was old Uncle Daryl. He right. only lost one game all season, and that was to me. Right. And then I beat him again, so now I'm in a championship game. The other <laughs> one. Uncle Daryl. Not so much. The one I won last year. Right. One game away from championship game. This motherfucker comes back on Monday night with Drew Brees. Fucking beats me by one point. 132, 131 cost me a championship. It happens. It uh, happens. Um, I guess maybe next week will be when we can talk about our winner of our league. I'm trying to think of when. How many more weeks are there? Is there just one more week or is there two? Well, some of them got restructured. A lot of people played a week 17, but we changed ours to week 16. Right. Because right. everyone benches their shit. Yeah, that's right. And so I had all my leagues that I had a say so in. Right. So I think we got one more week, and then we can let y'all know who won. I haven't even looked at it. I don't give a fuck. I know I've been winning in our lo- loser bracket. Uh, you kicked my matter. ass last week. Loser bracket, shit don't matter. I've got a couple of hundred point defeats this year. <laughs> um, all right, the only thing I had super random this week, sweatsuits. So 
I've been noticing a lot lately, and I mean, there's all kinds of sweatsuits, right? And I'm just going to be a hater, but it's only because of my personal preference. I personally cannot wear a shirt the same color as my bottoms, right? Like, I need those to be two different colors. And I know that's weird, but for instance, like, if I have green athletic shorts on and I wear a green shirt, I'm like, I look like fucking Link. And that's all I think about. And like, how fucking stupid do I look wearing fucking hunter green shirt and a hunter green shorts like a fucking like match weird ass all green ass motherfucker and i love green but that's just weird if i have orange and orange black and black black and black you can pull off but i don't feel like i look emo as shit so um anyway that's a big problem i have so sweatsuits normally match their top and bottom right so that's probably why i don't like them but i just noticed there's all these people that like clearly don't have that much money and i'm not trying to hate i don't fucking have money either but that'll have like these expensive ass OU sweatsuits. And I know how much those fucker, that's like 60 bucks for that shit, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm like, a fan of OU and I, can, I don't even buy it because I can't afford right. it. Right, and these fuckers will have, you know, like whatever. And I'm like, but the fucking just decked out OU, uh, the top, the bottom, the like shirt, the hat. Uh, and I'm like, uh, see, I bought this uh, hoodie right here. It cost me about 70 when I went up to the game, I overpaid right. for it, but it, we, me and my wife did that 10 years ago. Right. And, I, and I've had it 10 years. Well, yeah, that's a good good quality hoodie. And maybe those things would last long. My thoughts, like, I just could never wear a sweatsuit. Like, and I have plenty of Jacksonville hoodies or shit like that. I, I'm, I'm all for the clothes. It's the, I think when you match it with the bottoms. Like, I would feel weird owning a full Thunder jersey. Like, shorts and jersey top. And then wearing it together. Wouldn't that be fucking weird? But people do it to games all the time. Yeah, I never thought about buying the bottoms. Not once. Now, I would love to own the NBA bottom shorts, like put and on, I would wear them with other shit. I would like to like put them on a frame, you know, as a uniform, you know, maybe. Maybe, um, right. But I just don't think I would be – maybe I just wouldn't wear jerseys. You know, I've never been the type I don't of know, I'm jerseys. A, I'm a jeans and a T-shirt kind of guy or athletic bottoms and a T-shirt. I don't care what color they are. Right. I don't match at all. As a kid, I feel like I was fairly stylish a little bit. I don't guess I had to ask people I grew up with, but I wasn't like the least unstylish kid. Man, I wasn't stylish. My mom made us jams, homemade shorts, you know, with all the wonderful patterns from the late 80s and 90s. Hell yeah. That sounds awesome. Yeah. See, I had the advantage of being an only child, so I didn't get like hand-me-downs, right? Oh, fuck you. So that helped. I got hand-me-down, hand-me-downs. Also... Me and my mom had that cool relationship where it'd be like, we're going off to Wichita Falls. My mom would spend way too much money on clothes for me and be like, all right, we're just lying to your dad and telling him it wasn't that much and it was actually this much. And I'd be like, okay. <laughs> and <laughs> so, like all moms did that with who, whichever kid was with them. Right. And uh, so that was always fun. Uh, but as I got to an adult where I had to buy my own clothes, I quickly changed. Like, I still only wear American Eagle jeans, and that's pretty snobbish of me, right? But you can go online and order them for not that much, and I'm just used to them, and that's what I wear. But besides that, I'm not that picky. I'm like, I want a basic-ass T-shirt, like no logos, follow me. I don't give a fuck. Or I'll wear, like, a shirt that looks like something. I think I pick up shirts as they speak to me. Right. I walk day. by and be like, yeah, buying it. And that's how I get T-shirts. See, I used to go to a lot of uh, Goodwills and thrift stores in college and get a lot of cool shirts. But then a lot of them I would never fucking wear because it was too, they were too crazy. And I was like, why'd I buy that motherfucker? I'm never going to wear <laughs> that. Um, and then Macklemore blew up on that thrift store song. After, as me, as a white rapper, loved going to thrift stores, and then I hated him. I was like, fuck this motherfucker. 
stealing this whole thrift store idea. I could have come up with that. <laughs> I think he's extremely talented, but I remember that's why I've never locked him. I was like, hell mm. yeah. Um, oh, I did upload a beat tape. I don't know if I brought that up. So, like, January 17th, I have a beat tape coming out on Spotify. So, for everyone who hates my lyrics, you don't want to hear it. You don't want to hear all the fucking funky rap music. Um, this is basically that without the words. So, um, it's gonna be called Medicated Sunrise by A of the Mo Makes Beats. Hell yeah. So, everyone, get ready for that motherfucker. Um, also, I know you, for instance, don't have Spotify Premium. Right. So, like, when you were listening to the album that came out a couple weeks ago, uh, you know, you kind of tried to listen to whatever. Um, you can search for it on YouTube. So, like, all the stuff is on YouTube as well under A of the Mo Internet Friends. Well, I was just trying to, you know, listen to our new album, the whole thing, you know, but then I would get everything I've ever listened to from you. Right, on Spotify? I would get, yeah, I would yeah, get yeah. all the A to the Mo stuff or anything else I've listened to and throw it in there. I'm like, I'm not trying to do that right now, you right. know? Yeah, very strange. Um, I don't, I've never, like, I got Spotify, had it for a couple of years, and I only used it on my PlayStation. And I never logged into, like, on the app. And then whenever I started the music podcast, I got premium so I can make a playlist. And that's all I've ever really used. So I don't even know. All the times you were complaining about stuff, I was like, what are you talking about, dude? Just fucking click well, the thing. Well, you looked at my phone, and it's my and then Android one, setup different or something. Right. And then I looked at your phone, and I was like, oh, I guess some stuff is different. And then you were like, oh, yeah, I can't just single stuff out. And I was like, oh, I didn't know how Spotify really worked, I well, guess. Well, like that clip you sent to me, it just had the big old round titty song. It would play, like, part of your verse. Okay. Uh, it was like a preview yeah. of it sort of thing. I could get weird. to those type of things, and I was like, no, that ain't what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to listen to the whole album. Yeah, wow, interesting. Well, anyway, you can go to YouTube. Um, they put a whole playlist together. I shared it, I think, in our Discord, um, so if you need to share it. And I've shared to you the big old round titties on, on YouTube, right. so you could share that around. Um, that one it has the most listens at the moment. I'll even give a update on the album. So we're, we're right now... What five days after the album's drop? Yeah. No, it's been like a week, right? It's Friday. Today's Wednesday. Oh shit! Damn, it feels like it was so long ago. Um, it's fucking weird. So anyway, yeah. So it dropped five days ago from when the time we're recording this. I sound like a fucking idiot. And um, we had a really good first day. So currently we're sitting at uh three thousand seven hundred and fifty-seven listens. Cool. Across nine songs. So that means each song as of this morning before those are calculated in. Like Big O Round Titties is our number one, and it's had 442 listens. So that's our number wow. one. Uh, and then our our last place, just for comparison, has never changed, has 340 listens. So I still think Internet Friends Cypher is probably my least favorite song, but we'll see where this sits. Now, well, something I've been doing every day, I'm on the internet hustling, submitting a playlist, hoping fucking shit gets accepted a playlist. Um, it kind of depends what they're looking for, you know. You never right. really know. A lot of them just want famous people, so we have no chance. But I've been trying, trying to submit them. So I've been getting asked a lot of questions like, what? You're on a song? What? I see you're on a podcast. What's that all about? And I, so I've got a lot of conversation. It sprung a lot of conversation. Right. That's anyway. good. And uh, also, so Snappy um, – the artist on Spotify because <laughs> I featured you and I said like oh I don't think you have an artist page but someone did have an artist named Snappy and it's uh some crocodile crocodile for... no no I went and looked at there's an there's an English version too 
Okay. You just happen to hear the Spanish version. Oh, it came right across the playlist. I'll listen to that motherfucker. I'm There's like, some, fuck it. The artist Nappy makes some crocodile nursery rhyme music or some shit. <laughs> and then there's also a Spanish version, and that's what Snappy heard. And he was like, hey, damn, you know who Snappy is? So <laughs> it was pretty funny. Um, go look it up. I guess get him some plays too, you know? Yeah, I'm not that Snappy. See if we can get big old round titties to come up on these toddlers' playlists because I, <laughs> I think they would like it. <laughs> Uh, toddlers like tits, I'm sure. Some of them won't even click on it because of the name. Right. But it's uh, provocative. My mom gave you know? me an angry face on one of my posts. I was, I was laughing. I almost hit all the emojis. Right. Uh, some, I also think uh, Ice is doing well. A lot of people hit me up saying, they're like, that song Ice with that guy. I'm like, Petra Bita. Yeah, he's fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know what to tell you. He's, he's really good. Um, but I, have, I think it's interesting that some people have a lot of followers and monthly things, and it has not affected the listens at all. Right? Like an artist with however many thousands of list followers that has not made them listen to our songs. When I big around titties has the most, you have zero followers, unless we're getting these toddlers. Um, <laughs> I, me and Brad Strex each had 30, and Pootie Mungus under his rap thing only had two. So I'm like, and it's the best one. Right. And, and so I'm just like, I, I don't know how Spotify algorithms work. You know, I don't quite get it all. Um, but something to look into i think a couple of my family members probably played it quite a bit because they was waiting for it right and that that's probably it i'm sure it's come up a lot uh, yeah and I, i've been talking about it at work so i know a few people's listening and they're just laughing because they know me right you know oh i have a good argument for you it's an argument me and my wife get into that no one really gets mad you know it's just a debate we have um so what is your towel usage like, how often do you use a new towel uh, and things like that? Every other shower. Okay. Um, that's the, see, my wife thinks I'm gross, and I know I get it that I am. Uh, and, again, you get develop habits when you take care of yourself. So when I got to college and I started doing my own laundry and shit, I was like, a towel can last a week. I'm gonna, I don't know if I'll care what I'm talking about. Now, if I'll use a towel and it's like the fourth or fifth day and I'm like, oh, yeah, this clearly is dirty, I'll get a new towel. But no, in general, when, when you can feel the towel when it starts to go dirty, you know what I mean? It starts to get that stiff feeling. Oh, yeah, it never happens to me normally. No. It never feels stiff. Um, but if it still kind of feels like dampish, like it never fully dried, I'm like, okay, I guess it's time for a new yeah. new towel. Uh, where Koopy uses like two new towels a day, right? Because she has to have one for hair, one for body, and yeah. I get it. Um, but I'm always like, eh. So if we're men, right, and so I'm just always like, yeah, we could save some. Like I'll be like, I'll just wear these socks Man, again. I don't know. My wife usually does most of the laundry, so yeah, you can't complain. Nope. My wife does most laundry as well. Um, I lucked out this year. She's not here, so she can't hear me. Where normally summer spouse happens, right, and that's where for people that have teacher wives or husbands. Uh, in the summer they don't have to go to work, and so they start doing fucking everything, right? And they're like, I'll make you lunch, and I'll. Uh, do laundry and I'll do this since so I'm like, oh, this is great. And so the Koopy will do all my shit then, right? But normally before that, I'll just do my own laundry. I don't really mind. But for whatever reason, this school year, it's kind of kept going where I bet I've done my own laundry twice since the school year started and all the other, other times she has. And I'm like, yes, let's just, but I, I feel bad because I feel like she's getting that whole like, I'm the woman having to do all the work sort of mentality. Yeah. Um, but because I cook, I feel like I can always be like, I cook, but then that just turns into her be like, and I have to do the dishes. <laughs> so anyway, that's how our uh, life works. Well, I've been uh, putting them in the washer and dryer and 
taking them to her and she'll fold them or whatever. Right, the folding's the worst fucking part. Well, she don't like the way I fold, so I've been banned from folding. No, hell yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> uh, I don't even fold the towels, right? See, my mom spoiled, purpose. Out, spoiled me in the way she did laundry. Like, our laundry room, we had this uh, bar right by the washer and dryer. So my mom also did laundry every day. My mom would just wake up and do a load of laundry of, like, everyone in the house's laundry. And then, like, there was never a time I just didn't have all my clothes available. And I know it's really weird to think about because, like, now that I've lived an adult life for, you know, 12 years or some shit, that never happens. And my mom, her th- style was, you know, between the three of us that live in the house, she just take everyone's clothes from the day before, wash them, and then have it up, hung up on this little fucking bar. And then I just had to go grab my fucking clothes from the bar and then put them in my closet so I didn't even have to, you know, think about it. And the shorts were already folded, so I put them in my dresser. And then I, it just was so easy. Um, whereas then my wife grew up of, like, we put all the clothes in the laundry basket and then take this basket to a whole other fucking room and fold it. And my grandma does that, so I know it is a thing. But my mom's system of just do, folding it all at the dryer, I just think makes so much more sense. I don't know. Yeah, I guess we put it in... But it has to, like, if this ain't getting folded right away, it has to be laid out flat. My wife's very particular. Right. So if I am the one transporting laundry and she's not ready to fold it, I have to lay that shit out. And I don't really like it. Right. My mom's way to do laundry, you get it out of the dryer, you just throw it there, and it sits on the couch for days. Oh, hell yeah. You know, that's the way I grew up. But I hate that. Oh, yeah. See, my mom. Wrinkled clothes, man. And I don't really think of my mom as a clean freak or whatever, but just in hindsight, when I'm thinking about it, I'm like, she just had a lot of systems figured out to make it all easier on her. And again, I'm sure it was easier being just me, you know, and I was like, I'll play video games and shit. I wasn't running in and out and getting all fucking dirty all the time and shit. Uh, but my mom would just on Saturday mornings vacuum and do, like do the little things to keep the house going. But I don't, I had other friends whose moms were like every day cleaning and like slaying away, but our house seemed just as clean. Right. I was like, well, I had to figure it out. I don't know. Um, not me. My house looks fucking crazy, but we're getting. I'm getting close to my break. By the time this episode comes out, I'll be off work. Um, I'll be busy as fuck for a week. Visit driving all over this fucking state, seeing people, which I hate. I hate doing that. The only reason I want to have kids is so I'll be like, we're staying home for Christmas. <laughs> we got a, a fucking Bobby here or whatever, <laughs> and well, we have Christmas in his own house. I don't know. This whole fucking having to drive places sucks. Yeah, we're going down to Mom's on, shit, Saturday after Christmas, something like that. Hell yeah, which is like, it's like an hour there, right, from here? I got the no- nosiest neighbor, and I always tell him when I'm gone, so if y'all think, you know, my house will be open. Right, it will not. And chances are my crazy mother-in-law will be there, and my two bullies. Max won't even let you sit down. Well, hell yeah, it's good MJ might love, love on you to death. MJ, go with you. Right. Um, I don't have much to talk about, but I can talk about our podcast. I know it's coming up the rest of the week, kinda. Uh, we have another episode coming out on Christmas Day. Yeah. So that's everyone be ready for that shit. Uh, it'll have powwow. I don't remember what we talked about, but we recorded it, so I know it exists. We'll see when I mix it. Uh, and then I think I'm gonna have Koopy on there to talk about Christmas stuff because it's Christmas oh, Day so and she likes Christmas. Kids are opening presents. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and then... See, that's why I haven't been listening to the podcast is driving shit. Right. Take so much of my phone battery. 
because it's like these apps and you're driving and the ones uh, out of town, I have to use the maps because I don't know the out of town shit. Right. Fucking County Road's got weird ass. So you need like a car charger. Something's wrong with mine. Yeah. I plug it in, a light comes on and it'll beep, but then my battery starts going down. So it doesn't charge at the rate that it's consuming? I um, guess. That's weird. I don't know. That is a fucking weird. I don't know, but it, bar- it barely lasts to get through a five-hour driving shift. Yeah. Right. So how's yeah? How's the deliveries going? So well, people that- don't remember you uh, delivered some food. It's found some success. Now it's been ups and downs. Some weeks are good, some are bad. From what I remember. Well, they text me on Monday. I wasn't planning on driving. I was planning on doing something else. So it had no drivers. So I logged in. I got two orders all night. Oh, fun. Uh, you know, I mean, it wasn't like I was working, but still, you know, it's like I have to be available. And tonight, right. they, since I've been over here at the podcast, I've got like three text messages saying they had to close the town because they didn't have no drivers. Right. Well, maybe they should pay better. If they pay by the hour, it'd be a lot easier to sit around, you know? Right. Or hell, I could sit wherever they want. Fuck. Well, I'm just surprised, and maybe the economy is good enough. I'm just surprised there's that many people that are just willing to pay for it. Um, because I've looked, and it's damn near double. Like, right. whatever you like, say your order is 13, Texoma's going to charge you at least 26. Like, I know the pizza delivery drivers even make enough money that you, know, you shouldn't have to tip them, but they're fucking don't guilt you into it and shit. Um, they make minimum, pizza delivery drivers make minimum wage plus their tips and a dollar twenty five per the order. Right. And so. That goes back into gas and maintenance, the dollar twenty five. Right. And so I just, and even then, I'll go pick up my own pizza because I don't want fuckers at my door acting like, oh, give me fucking extra money. I'm like, no, I'll just pick it up. Ain't worth it. I'll go pick that shit up. I'm, I'm drive. So that's why I am. I know you, you never really big on, you've never been big on tipping in the first place. Um, you tip, but you don't I think do. it should be our responsibility. I think we have to have a different mindset about tipping. Um, I do tip. I tip 15% at least every time because that is, I think, standard at least what area we live in maybe people be like do 20 percent where we're at fucking 15 percent. when i first came to college my dad didn't know fucking what tipping was for he didn't understand waiters only made like a fucking dollar an hour and all this shit and i explained that to him the first time we went out to eat when i was in college i was like no listen motherfucker you gotta tip people like yeah, you don't tip someone an hour you don't tip what's horrible but i think it's insane that in america we're expected that the people that buy the food are also supposed to then pay the employees that work in the building instead of us guilting the corporations into paying their employees. This would be like if at McDonald's, when people were like, we want $15 an hour, they were like, well, how about we just give them tips when they do a good job? And then everyone would be like, okay, cool. And I'm like, what? I don't know. I just don't understand why it is on me why does me poor person they can barely and people are like then you shouldn't fucking go eat at chilies if you can't afford the two for 20 and i'm like motherfucker the two for 20 is there for people like me that can't afford the baby back ribs well you can afford the two for 20 just by the time we get drinks and add a tip is 35 40. exactly and so and people's arguments they're a little more snobby you know and i definitely identify just as a poor person like in the grand scheme of poor versus rich i just identify as a poor person so maybe this makes me biased and all this but 
And I understand wait staffs can be poor as shit, too. I also knew a lot of waiters in fucking college that got so much money a day and blew it on fucking drugs. So you know what? They ain't doing shit. Yeah, there's a lot of them making 100 bucks a day. Easy. Right. So anyway, they guilt you on these things while fucking Mr. Chili himself or Mr. Appleby, whoever it may be, is just fucking getting rich because they're paying people slave wages. It's Look like, how much they charge for drink. And then if those people that you give tips to claim all their tips on their shit, then they're going to tax that shit so they lie about it. Like... It's all it's a fucking stupid ass system and I just don't get why we're all cool with it. They report enough to claim minimum wage. Right. That's and when it. really they make forty grand a year. Yeah. I, know. I just I had a pizza delivery driver made well over pizza delivery driver made well over thirty because he wrote down every tip he ever got. Right. And he drove for me for years and he was averaging thirty five a year. Yeah, it's crazy. At minimum uh, wage. And I mean, do your thing. That's great. I'm not saying be, as a waiter you shouldn't want tips. You should. That's great. I'm just saying in our woke society of fucking hating corporations, why can't we hate the big restaurant corporations that pay fucking nothing to people? And then they're like, hey, you that eat here, you better feel guilty if you don't also give them more money. It's like what? Actually, if they didn't weird. get tipped, that would be the company's responsibility then to make sure they do. So yeah, if we all quit tipping together as one, well, or maybe you should get one of them light boards that like set at your table that tell them how much they're making in that hour they're serving you. <laughs> you know, you and if they're at minimum wage, you leave it alone. If they're way above, I want every restaurant to have a stock market ticker with Matt and Aisha and all the wait staff and their <laughs> hourly wage. You're just yeah. going by and you're like. No, dude, you're good. I oh, see that motherfucker making twenty five right now. Ah, yeah, you're fine. Yeah, that old couple there just dropped a lot on you. You're fine. Yeah. <laughs> that would be cool. They wouldn't <laughs> like it, you know. Right, no one would work there. But you could call it stonks or something, something cool. Well, like hell, that. why is it illegal to for the car dealerships to put the real price tag on the window? I don't know. I don't know any of those fucking rules. I don't understand how car shit works at all. You know, they can't sell cars on Sunday in Oklahoma. Well, yeah, because that's uh, God wouldn't want you to buy a car. Ain't gonna give you wings. I just don't understand why any business should be closed on any day. Like why there should be any law at all telling you you can't be open at any day or any hour. Like to me, that is just going against your freedom. And then, and the only thing is because in recently it's been changed, but for years and years, uh, you couldn't do liquor stores on Sundays. And I'd be like, why is that? And they'd be like, well, they got to give the alcoholics a break. I'm like, an alcoholic will make sure they have alcohol on a Sunday. Like, not having the fucking store open ain't doing nothing but hurting the people that are like, oh, I own a liquor store, but I can't run it on this day. Like, I just don't see how this is good. I don't think you can buy furniture on Sundays either. Right, there's all kinds of weird fucking rules. I just, what the fuck Sunday got to do with it? And again, unless it's church shit. And if it is. You know that's probably the real reason. Uh, here's my new theory. Uh, some guy in Oklahoma Congress or whoever the fuck, whatever level of government is banning fucking the sale of furniture, owned a furniture store. Uh, but he didn't want to fucking work on Sundays, so he made up a new law. Like, I don't understand the benefits to this. I'd probably, if I own my own business, I might be closed on Sundays because most people don't want to work on Sundays. If I own a dispensary, I wouldn't be. Right. I don't understand how motherfuckers selling drugs taking days off around here. I well, guess I shouldn't call be open drugs. Sundays, but it's like for three hours, like noon to two. Or... Right. Uh, so we have a new dispensary in town that has a drive-thru. I haven't been there, um, but the drive-thru has me interested. You kind of want to go in and check out their shit first, though. Oh, right? yeah, I would want to. For I think you'd want to get signed up and all that. First. I heard their shit's pretty good. It's just I ain't had the money to go to dispensaries. Right. <laughs> I heard that. Uh, 
after the battery I had to buy and Christmas presents and fucking everything else in life. But I'm like, hey, you know what? Sometimes around Christmas, old people give me money because they think so, I'm younger than I am. So maybe that'll uh, happen again this year. Well, who knows? So uh, we had a follow-up with that foot doctor, you know, the one that we argued with about insurance, and they sent me to get a non-insurance thing for 180 bucks. Right, right. So they had this cream that's actually a little bit stronger than one of the ones at the pharmacy for 70 when they told him 80 on the phone. Right. But I got him down to 70 in the office. So he just fucking selling it just to make a little extra change, and he's already a fucking doctor. Yeah, man. It's bullshit. Um, I think doctors are more or less greedy. I mean, maybe not. Maybe you do have to be so smart to even get there, but uh, I just remember when the whole healthcare thing was happening, people were like, hey, we might give healthcare to everyone. They were like, well, how are we going to live? How are we going to make money? And I'm like, gosh, chill. I'm sure you're going to make a fucking living. Oh, all of a sudden you're not making a million dollars a year. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, now, I don't know how fucking universal health care will work, but Bernie Sanders, when he talks about it, I believe it. <laughs> That's all that matters. He has a plan and he talks about it, and then when he says it, I don't remember well, how it. how does Canada just work? Don't exactly. they already have a prototype? Yeah, mm-hmm. all these fucking countries figured it out. Um, and I think, so do their doctors not make any money? Is that what they're saying? More or less. Now, we have a, there is a point that people come from all over the world to come to America for their doctors because they have the best one. So I think doctors have the potential to make a lot more money in America because of their where shit is. But that's because insurance companies and insurance companies are this big bloat on everything that if you could just cut that off. Now, if you did, that's a bunch of unemployed people that sell medical insurance, I guess. Um, but that would eliminate a lot of the anger or whatever there. You know what I mean? So if you have any questions, suggestions, or corrections, please email us at a podcast with Mo. That is a p o d c a s t w i t h m o at gmail.com. Perfect. Boom. I need to work on an Internet Friends too. Eventually, it's something I guess eventually I need to figure out, or just a solo album. I would love to make a solo album. I have that one country beat that I just listen to like all the time, and I'm like, fuck, how can I do this? I just don't understand how I'm going to pull it off. I let my dad listen to it, and he doesn't think it sounds country at all. And I'm like, well, then you're just, I don't want your opinion. <laughs> well, he's old country. That's true. I was actually thinking about, I wonder what's changed more, rap from our childhood to now or country music from our childhood to now? Country. You think so? I can't even listen to stuff on the radio. Because I think it's a hot debate. Like It's um, almost like, it's almost hip-hop itself. Right. Well, I was, you know, I've been in a lot of stores lately that country music will be playing. And I don't know. I kind of want to hate, like, I just also remember a legend. Like, to me, Alan Jackson is my favorite country singer for whatever reason, right? Because when I was a kid, he was very popular in, like, the Chattahoochee and all that yeah. shit. It just sticks sticks in my head when I think Way down of, yonder on a Chattahoochee. Right, like, just something about his style sticks with me. Like, I really like Papa Top again. You know, that's pretty good. Um, and I really Did like that watermelon era. Watermelon Curl? But now, yeah. and But now it's just like, they just rap. It's like they're rapping, first off. And then very, it, they're slow rapping. It's talking. You know, they're like, I'm in my truck. Going south. Here it is. Got a cotton mouth. <laughs> yeah. We're smoking weed. Um, I'm gonna make a weed fucking country album. That'd be great. Um, 
But you're right. I hear it, and I'm just like, what the fuck? Well, you could uh, write some lines for me, and I could come in and chime in with my hick ass. Right. I mean, we could totally make a country group, make a whole uh, lot. You'd have to do the right for me, because I think about it, and before I put it on paper, it goes away. Right. Honestly, the writing isn't going to be the hardest part. I've taught a lot of people how to write. Uh, maybe not, I've taught a few people how to write a verse before. It's really not that hard. Um, you break it down in math terms. But the hard part, I think, is when you get onto a microphone and then you're trying to keep a rhythm with your voice without getting in your own head to be like, I bet I sound like a fucking idiot. Because that happens to me all the I time. I went through that. They made me sing at church when growing up. Oh, right. Yeah. See, I went to the choir at church as well, but it was a bunch of old people. I'm sure I mentioned this before. No, this is in the congregation. They made me get up there and sing this song called One Day at a Time. Oh, right yeah. on. I That's thought fine. I sounded terrible, but they kept requesting it, so I had to do it. You know, Mom made me. Oh, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. I wish I could have. Maybe we can find a clip of that. If, like, your brothers <laughs> could, and we could clip the audio out, and I could play it on here someday. That'd be well, great. Well, hell, you think that's cool? For my final at one of the classes I took at ECU was a dance recital. We had to do the cha-cha in a fucking black wife beater with some slacks on. And I was up front of the stage, and it was part of our uh, college courses to graduate. And there's fucking video evidence of that. Right. That one's always funny because you're like an adult. I think it's way funnier if you're a kid singing and it's something you're not comfortable with. It seemed like you probably were comfortable with your cha-chaing. Yeah, it was. See, a little different. Um, but I used to go up with all the old people, and they made me be in the choir, and my grandpa would be like, all right, we're singing the bass part. So I would sing low. And it was just me doing a voice. Like, I wasn't actually singing. You know what I mean? Yeah. My uh, my dad, He well, he gets into singing just out of the blue. And he'll sing the whole damn song. If you give him something to think of a song, especially that 51, 52, 53 automobile where they piece that motherfucker together. You ever heard that song? Nope. God dang. It was a 61, 62, 63, 64. Yeah. It keeps on going. It was about a guy who worked in a factory. He took out a fender one day. And then he, uh, when he put it all together, it was fucking mismatching fenders and shit. But they made it work. And basically got a free car. Right. That's really what the song's about. Well, that's fine. I never, I mean, I'm, I kind of hate it's, country music. And now that I'm making I music. I had no choice. I mean, my, I mean, I was up. just, rebe- the re- there's two reasons I like hip hop. Cause all I had, only channel I had was Fox. And that was like the quote unquote black TV channel. Cause it had a lot of you know, like in loving color, Martin shit. Um, and everyone loved country music and I refused. I was like, no, I hate this. And I want anything else. And as soon as I heard a first rap song, I was like, I love it. This is my thing. And I loved it ever since then. But now that I'm older, I understand the musical qualities that are good. You know, I'm like, oh, yeah, those are some good songs. But growing up, I was like, fucking, I hated all of it. I only had two country songs on my iPod forever, which was Tim McGraw's Don't Take the Girl, because it's a very well-written song. And I'm like, fuck, good job, Tim McGraw. Um, fellow fraternity member of ours, same one. And then uh, this song called Riding with Private Malone. Oh, that's a good song. And I don't remember who sings it, but I love that song, too, and I always liked it. But those are the only two country songs I would really ever be like, those are cool. Cool enough for my iPod. Yeah. That was it. Uh, so I need to find out more. But like I said, most modern country that people share and shit, I'm like, oh, just basically shittier rap to me. Yeah, I don't like this new country stuff. But I don't want to also sleep on rap. Earlier I said what's well, changed between rap. Rap music's changed a lot as well. Right, it's always had different elements to it. Right, that thing is today. There's so many different types, and there still are really good types of old school rappers. But that's kind of boring. 
Right. Like, see, we went old school country, and then they threw a little red dirt in. Yeah. And now they have hip hop country, in my opinion. Right. I just remember growing up and people being like, I can't believe they're making up words. And then sooner or later, guys like, she's got the honky tongue. But donk donk. And I was like, fuck you. Fuck you. All of y'all. Because they're all singing it. And I'm like, fuck you. You hate on Snoop Dogg for saying fucking shizzle for fucking last year. And all of a sudden, you're fucking singing this shit. Oh, like shizzle, my nizzle. And, oh, yeah, fucking Big and Rich came I love, out. I love Snoop, man. Snoop's the best. He, made me, he makes me laugh. Like, he's an entertainer. You well, know? he grew to that. See, a lot of people sleep on early Snoop was lyrical. And he was a beast. But he did... After the Suge Knot shit and he went to No Limit, and all, he did kind of play more into the entertainer role, and he wasn't being lyrical anymore, right? He was, like, doing it to, to entertain you or whatever. Right. So uh, Snoop's had a, quite a career, and now he's more known for being fucking Martha Stewart's friend of fucking young kids, which is like, God damn it, how the <laughs> fuck's this happen? That was kind of a weird deal. Uh, something else in the music world, Eminem, uh, a lot of, I've been hearing a lot of Eminem talk because Nick Cannon has been dissing Eminem and, Everyone's like, Eminem should roast him, and blah, blah, blah. And then I see, a lot of things I see, and I'm always mentioning sounds horrible, it's like I have, like, there's a quote-unquote, like, black Twitter, right? Like, where they always have these ideas of, like, this is what's really happening. So this thought is Eminem just doing this to distract from Nick Cannon making the documentary about this doctor who promotes vet, being a vegetarian. And that was the same person Nipsey Hussle was going to do a documentary about. And this is all part of the man. And I'm like, you know what? I like conspiracy theories and shit. I I just don't ever apply to shit outside the government. Right. I'm not always like, but then also this area. It's fun. <laughs> I seen a I meme earlier. I guess it. you know Nick Cannon and his, I guess he hosts that Mass Singer show. Right. And it was like, who's under the mask? And it was like Eminem. Right. And yeah. I I laughed my ass off when I seen that one. I so, thought it was good. And Nick Cannon's. Cool. I think a lot of people give him shit. Uh, I don't think people remember how great Drumline was. He was. Drumline very, he was tremendous. very good. Drumline is good. And he had all these shows afterwards. He was like this fucking triple threat. Like he, I, I mean, like there was a t- out. right. There was a time where Nick Cannon was going to be the biggest thing ever because he could rap, he could sing, and he was acting in movies. And people can hate now, but Gigolo was fucking dope, and so was Dom Peace. Those were his two probably biggest fucking hits from back in the day. Um, and everyone's like, Nick Cannon never had hits. And I'm like, you know what? Those are two pretty cool fucking songs. Now, of course, he's on a fucking lyricals Eminem. And all of right. course, he's all like, I want Eminem to come on Wild and Out to battle me because that'll be the biggest fucking episode of Wild and Out that's ever existed. And Eminem was, is way cooler if he doesn't respond to this dude who probably doesn't deserve so a response. So he hadn't even said anything yet? Mm, no, he, he hasn't. He probably won't. I don't think he should. There's no reason to because, yes, you could go on a stage and kill Nick Cannon with lyrics. Right, but and then what really happens uh, and I just think I'm in a, f- a good position here. Is a lot of people come out just Eminem haters, you know? They're like, "Well, I don't think Eminem should be a top five rapper. All are crazy, and blah blah blah." And these people are better than like people that fucking sold no records. Now, I understand selling records isn't lyrical ability, but at some point in time, that has to factor into it, right? Or you could always claim, "Well, I knew this one guy in the subway who could outrap everyone that ever fucking existed, but he never recorded a song." You know? So I think at some place you have to factor in, like, well, were they successful? Do people know who they are? Right. Uh, but I think Eminem's hard because a lot of his fans aren't rap fans. They're Eminem fans. And they also like a rock music or something else. But like, there are a lot of people you talk to, I'm like, well, what other rapper are you after? I only listen to Eminem. And so those are hard people to, to fucking talk music with. Um, but I think a lot of people, because it's fans, a lot of people sleep on Eminem's uh, 
what he's good at. Like, he's really good at constructing rhymes. Like, if people want to claim, well, he's not lyrical because he's just putting crazy stuff together and it's not a storytelling. I think, personally, there's different types of rapping and you don't always have to be telling a story. And he does do storytelling rhymes sometimes. Yeah. Like, he can do a lot of fucking different shit. There's almost shit. a story in all of his songs. But I think, as someone who writes, uh, raps like, just some of the rhymes he constructs, you're like, holy fuck, how do you think who would have thought of putting those, getting those two words together, right? Right. So I just think it's entertaining. And I grew up hating Eminem or wanting to hate Eminem because I was like, I can't be the white kid that likes Eminem that likes rap music. Because inside, so I'd always be like, I love Jay Z. You don't like old bulldog or mad dog or whatever the, the bald headed fucker. I don't, I don't think he's very good. About. Pitbull. Oh, Pitbull, Mister Worldwide. Yes, I, I don't like him. Oh, I hate Pitbull. Never, never enjoyed him either. Also because. uh he was beefing with Lil Wayne, and for a long time, I was like a big Lil Wayne stan. Like, you know, that was my dude. And um, hopefully Lil Wayne comes out with some new music soon. Hopefully I would love it comes to. out of that head of his. Right, I hope it comes out of something better. I don't really <laughs> like where his music's been the last couple of years, and a lot of other people do. But I personally prefer when Lil Wayne's reminiscing about people selling drugs around him when he was 15. But I get that he's like in his 30s now and he's been rich for a long time he so looks like he's about 70 <laughs> yeah he gets uh he definitely looks like he's aged but i don't know if he can make that again you know what i mean right so you know andre 3000 had a dope interview with rick rubin on the broken record podcast which is probably one of my favorites to listen to it's they just do interviews with really famous ass musicians and andre 3000 is great if he's the from outcast right. you know and uh he talks about how he hasn't made shit in a long time because he's like, I just don't think I can make anything as good as I've made, so I'm just scared to make it. Like, you know, he was like real open about it, and you were like, fuck. Yeah, yeah, it sucks. So when you're someone like me that it don't fucking matter, I can do whatever the fuck I want because no one knows the fuck I am anyway. Like, right. it is different. It's a different world. That's true. Um, all right, well, we talked quite a while. You got anything else to bring up? No, since I've been over here so much, I've kind of... Right. <laughs> Didn't have much material. <laughs> I know. That's odd, but I've been just recording. But um, if people tune in and like it, that's great. Fuck yeah. Thanks if, for listening to the album, Internet Friends. Yeah, definitely. A lot of people. And I got to shout out the Graveyard Entertainment in case y'all don't listen to the music episode, which earlier I meant to bring this up. A music episode is coming out this Friday, so be ready for that. And Snappy's on that. So Hell yeah. He'll be on twice this week. Um, but Graveyard Entertainment, we play a song from one of their artists there. They've been sharing Internet Friends album a lot. They've been listening to the podcast. I don't really know who's all in it. I wish I knew all that information. I'd shout them all out. Um, but go look them up on some shit. Uh, they've become the dope Internet Friend homies for sure. Hell yeah. But all right, man. Peace. Peace.
Animal.